rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? Hi, everybody. Aw, oh, Booty just jumped down. She was sitting there. She was in the tree. Maybe she'll come back, hopefully. Nice to see ya. Nice to see ya. Hanging out on our Friday night get-together. This is our regularly scheduled Friday gathering. So welcome to it. We hang out over here at youtube.com slash channel slash tarabuster. And you could come and hang out, too, in the greatest chat room in American history. Meet meet some people that, yeah, we uh, stick together, we win, we hang out and get each other through these very uh, difficult days, the these interesting times we're living in, in the last days of the Ameri- American Republic. I hope not. I mean, I say that. I'm saying it. Hopefully, tongue in cheek. Uh, hopefully, it's not prophetic. All right. So, if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com/slash Tara Devlin. That helps keep us going and growing. Where are you? I see you. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat right out of the gate. I see the chat room is filling up with awesome people. I see what? It, oh, uh, haiku who was absent yesterday, I did take attendance, says that he was in a reggae band. That's awesome. That's, I mean, really? Wow. That sounds amazing, Haiku. Maybe you can share some of your work with us, and we can play it here on on the show. Whatever you feel, you know, if you're thinking about it. And, um, yeah, all right. What else? Uh, become a oh yeah, I said that become a patron. Also, uh, these memberships are gonna be um, active as soon as YouTube approves them. How's it sounding? It's a sounding a little in my headphones, but it is what it is. I guess hopefully, hopefully it sounds good. Also, what else? Oh yeah, <clears throat> pardon me. I'm losing my voice already. Shit. APS Radio News. Tara Buster is a, uh, a one of the contributors on APS Radio News. I'm in the roster of the APS Radio News lineup. I want to thank Charlie for, you know, being a, a supporter of the show. He really does contribute a lot, and not just to the show, but also to the community cats, and that means a lot too. Because I'm a big animal rights activist, and I spend a lot of my free time working with um, with community cats in particular. Uh, it's just, that just kind of happened. I, if I lived somewhere in, I don't know, if I had a farm, I always say, I'd, I'd make a, a big animal rescue for all animals, like, like the farm sanctuary. So, yeah, yeah, haiku, I mean it. So send me your stuff if you want me to plug anything or whatever yeah we can come on the show too if you'd like all totally up to you so okay let's get let's uh get the show started we have we do have uh, limited time on friday that's the one downside um the show is recorded on sat i mean on friday evenings but 
it is replayed on progressive voices. So that's why we stick to our, we have to stick to the music cues. That's what those, that mu the music is all about. So, and the show is replayed on progressive voices on Sunday. So if you're on the progressive voices, yeah, my right, whatever, I don't know. We'll stop plugging. Come and hang out. That's all I got to say. And support the real liberal media because we're up against, um, you know, we're up against the shit here with these filthy fascists. And they're not kidding, okay? And this is where I wanted to begin, like right before we, start, I, we started the show. I go, go and do the, uh, I do the, the, you know, the loop, seeing did anything happen while I was getting the show prepared? What's... Are there some, is there breaking news? Who knows? And um, a lot of times I'll go on Twitter and uh, because, you know, every, Twitter does suck now. It is a cesspool. It is, I, I simply, please, if you're, if you work for threads, if you're a developer on threads, get your shit together already because we are eager to make the, to make the leap. I mean, Twitter is just a cesspool, but it has that that news feed, and that's the only thing that Threads is missing, frankly, I think. So you could see things kind of in real time. So anyway, um, uh, right in time, just in time for Martin Luther King, the Martin Luther King Jr. Hol holiday on Monday, it's been revealed or there's some expose or whatever whatever you call it from wired that charlie kirk is planning a uh, a full frontal attack on martin luther king and the civil rights act to discredit martin luther king and now they've done this before republicans are disgusting i mean legally and peacefully they are really disgusting and because they have no shame and they're they're just they're not hiding it anymore and for all the years we've discussed them they are really putting their balls to the wall speaking of balls there was a lot of discussion yesterday about balls when we did the weekday show because of Nancy Mace's obsession with Hunter Biden's balls and also Perjury Trader Green. She Perjury Trader Green really wants to do something with Hunter Biden, uh, and I don't know it would be if it would be legal or peaceful, but I'm sure Hunter Biden. I don't know. He would. Uh, he need. He would have to be high. Thank God he's in recovery. But so yeah, because she's she did you know she's showing naked photos of him for no for absolutely no reason showing pictures of him naked in uh, in committee hearings it's it's really disturbing how low they've gone but charlie kirk is a very uh, i mean he's a very sick person and uh, it's one of my pet peeves in life or my eternal frustrations that this is what we're up against you know i do these shows and we don't have big billionaire benefactors. We only have each other. Unlike Charlie Kirk, the, the likes of Charlie Kirk, the likes of 
the uh, you know the other litany of uh, right wing men for the most part who are aggrieved and basically they're well funded by these billionaire benefactors because they know that they have nothing. They have nothing to stand on but propaganda, and they need to. And this is why, you know, speaking of Hunter Biden's balls, this is why they don't want to. I mean, they wouldn't interview Hunter Biden in public. Why they or depose him or whatever they do, question him. They wanted to do it all in secret so they could lie. And because they're not sincere, they're not trying to govern they're not trying to have a functioning society they're trying to drag us back they're trying to they are in opposition to the functioning society so according to wired this article just came out tonight turning point usa founder charlie kirk is preparing to launch a campaign against martin luther king and this and the landmark civil rights law that he helped enact and that's another example they're not they they're just dragging us back to the times that we thought we left in history's trash bin and um for ex- here let me see hold on you we can never we can never rest we can never just simply take a breather and kind of progress right that's what we're trying to do yeah you make your leaps forward it's like growing up you hope never to go. You don't have. You don't go back. You know. You don't go back to playing with blocks. When you grow up, you you mature. You learn how to do other things you know, to entertain yourself. You don't go and uh, play with uh, friggin' whatever Barbie dolls or whatever. You know. But Republicans, they don't want to. They don't want to evolve because they're in complete opposition to the uh, to freedom and democracy. That's what it's about. And I, I I wish I was wrong. I keep saying it. This is really the the bottom line that they don't want if they don't want to live in a democracy. They want an autocracy, and they really ultimately want to have a country that is j- just like the system the founders fought a revolution to escape. Now, and just like how Nancy Mace yesterday was like, oh, are women, because they pretend to be fighting for women while they're dragging women into back alleys. And hold on a second, we'll be right back. There's the music. So just like Nancy Mace was, when she was acting a fool in the committee hearing and and the Democrats were like, point of order, point of order. And she's like, can a woman talk? Does a woman have something to say? Can a woman? You know, like as she took, she picked up the mantle of being oppressed when she is the oppressor. You know, they, they happily adopt the mantle of the oppressed when they're, you know, when it's convenient, but they will do nothing to advance the, the women's rights. In fact, quite the opposite. This is why they're so vile. And um, one of the things they like to do throughout history, uh, throughout, you know, our recent history, is they, this is something that always got on my nerves, besides everything else. It's they're constantly, just like they pick up the mantle of the oppressed, they would 
they would say falsely, erroneously, that they would claim Martin Luther King as a Republican, right? As a Republican, okay, I'll say a Republican. Um, that always got on my nerves, which is also a an example of how they have absolutely no respect because Martin Luther King, he was purposefully a, um, apolitical. He didn't want to align himself with any party because... You know, he was fighting for a cause, not on uh, on the side of any pol particular political party. And uh, Republicans, let's see, who else? Who said this? Some Republicans, including presidential candidates like John Connolly and John Anderson, sought to claim affinity or allegiance to Martin Luther King Jr.'s mantle, seeing him as a model but they're, they're, they do it to, um, you know, to kind of, it's like a human shield. It's like Uncle Tim Scott. It's like uh, Uncle Byron Donalds. How they, they use Martin Luther King as a human shield for their bigotry by saying he's a Republican. In fact, let me see if I can find this. There, there was a billboard. This was years ago. Bill, Republicans erected a billboard. That said, Martha, I mean, this is how desperate they are. You don't have to work that hard, Republicans, if you simply weren't racist, right? If you're just, you just have to, you know, promote the general welfare. Be on, don't, don't be racist, right? Stop, um, you know, you, you promote, uh, the policies that advance, um, you know, a more perfect union that leave no one behind. You don't. You wouldn't have to work this hard. You wouldn't have to purchase billboards that say Martin Luther King is a Republican. It's so desperate. Let's see, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther. I, I should have looked this up before. King is a Republican. It, this pissed me the f off. I hope I can find it. The, at least the image of it. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. You see this? Look at this shit. TheRagingElephants.org Martin Luther King Jr. was a Republican. Vote Republican! In incredible. And it's not just one billboard as you can see there's there's variations of it of course here they are uh uh you know the real conservatives martin luther king at communist training camp right because if back in the day if the contemporary cons were doing all they can to stop progress to assault martin luther king to ensure that people, you know, uh, stayed in their place. So it's so ironic. Uh, well, is it ironic? It's more hypocritical and, but not unexpected for them to try to make him, you know, to denigrate him, to by by aligning him by not having any respect for what he was trying to do you know, standing in the way of all of everything that he stood for, 
and also just having no respect for him as a person and what he was yeah just the fact that he he uh worked at remaining apolitical to advance his his causes is also incredibly disrespectful to just be like eh Martin Luther King is a Republican. He's not a Republican. He never was. So, I don't know. It's incredible. They wouldn't have to try this hard if they were simply, you know, just support the policies. Why do you have, like, you don't see Democrats putting out uh, billboards claiming Martin Luther King or having to work that hard to you know, to promote them as uh, not racist. You know, just don't, don't be, don't press racist policies. Don't talk about how immigrants are poisoning the blood. Don't, you know, don't be um, aligned with Nazis and the KKK. Do, do things that don't please David Duke, right? Like when David Duke is upset, that means you're doing it correctly. When David Duke is cheering you on, that means you you you're not doing it correctly. You need to look at yourself and stop. Whatever you're doing is wrong. When David Duke is happy, you're doing it wrong. Okay? That's it. If you can't judge for yourself because you're too much of a sociopath, just use that as the litmus test. So according to the article from Wired, let me see who wrote it. Who done did write it? It doesn't say. Oh, here it is. William Torton. T-U-R-T-O-N. So according to this article that just came out, Charlie Kirk expressed his radical view on the Civil Rights Act, stating we made a huge mistake when we passed the Civil Rights Act in the 1960s. Now, prior to this, Prior to letting his uh, all the bats out of the belfry, Charlie Kirk infamously this was a few um, not too long ago he had he he's quoted as saying that you know this is how when they were putting their toe in the water he was quoted as saying Martin Luther King was a mixed bag you see that was back when they couldn't quite let it all out let let their racism hang out when they were trying to pretend well they're still trying to pretend but they're not trying as hard because they have their con man standard bearer that is just you know a disgusting human being and now they're they're wearing their their disgusting behavior as a badge of honor because it's upset you know it triggers the libs it triggers the libs because that's what you do when you're a patriot Right, you would you advance policies that trigger your fellow citizens. Where meanwhile, the Democrats are passing policies that help their fellow citizens. They, yeah, and all their flaws. Not not the citizen. Well, the citizens are flawed too. But you know, the Democrats aren't perfect, of course. But at least they're trying, in spite of this albatross around our national neck. 
the right-wing albatross. So Kirk's strategy aims to discredit Martin Luther King Jr. and the Civil Rights Act with plans to release content to this effect on January 15th, King's birthday, on the U.S. holiday honoring Martin Luther King. That's all. That's what we can expect from the Republicans. And according to them, you know, they'll just be like, well, he's just keeping it real. They're all racist. And now I was telling you that this is really the bottom line. You know, we don't have to scratch the surface too much. But all you do is just, you know, you scratch it a little bit. And you, that's the, that's the issue. We've discussed this before, how... Yeah, and the, the corporate media would talk about how, oh, it's the economic insecurity of these uh, maggots. That's what drives them into into the arms of this this filthy fascist. But no, it's not e- economic or economic insecurity. It's racism. Because if it was just the economics, they would have been um, aligned. They would align themselves with Bernie Sanders. Because as we've discussed, Trump. Has he, um, during the campaign, and he continues to do this even now, he promotes liberal policies, you know, health care for all. Everything's going to be great. You're all going to get every, free health care, free everything. It's going to, it's the wonder, it's wonderful when, uh, if, and, you know, nobody's going to have to pay a dime. And just like FDR warned us about how, what Republicans say. And, uh, you know, it's all ruse, of course, and they've done studies, and the real problem that the, that the maggots have is they're racist. And, and I was telling you guys how I was, I probably should stop doing this, but I was watching those public freakouts sometimes. It's, yeah, once you watch one, then it comes up in your feed, and then you watch another one and another one. And it's kind of depressing, frankly, watching the the public freakouts because I see how, you know, it makes me depressed to see how people behave towards each other. And I and it's really it's like everyone now is because people are so aware of the camera. When it's it, it just seems like people are, and I guess this is the way it is online too. Um, hiding behind the veil of anonymity as well, but ha- they're all trying to like uh, one up each other. It's the zinger. It's the zinger culture. You just got a, a zinger, you know, and just give them a zinger, and then you post it on social media, and then somebody is uh, it looks like an ass. There, but they. You know, they're in, uh, I don't know. It just seems like we all, we treat each other like, like shit, basically. <laughs> and it's, uh, it gets you, it's kind of depressing. But the point, the reason I, I brought it up is because what I've noticed, and these, these public freakout videos or whatever, they're not, they're apolitical. So they never, they don't really point out somebody's a Trump or whatnot. But you'll notice that if you go on, for example, they'll say there'll be a list of racists who, you know, public freakouts, getting what they, you know, racists getting what they deserve or whatever. And, uh, or getting instant karma. That's what it'll say. 
and you, I'm just saying, you notice that the, yeah, just the signs that you know that the person is a Trump for example, one, one of them, this late, yeah, they just start throwing out racist epithets and the lady picks up her camera and of course she's got, she's got a sticker of, I mean, picks up her phone and on her phone, you know, she's got a phone case that has Trump with his fingers up. Now, what the fuck is that? Right? Like, what is, what is that about? How, and I thought, how sick are these people? You know, I, we, we don't, we would never do that. As much as I cannot stand them, I hate them because I mean, legally and peacefully, I, hate, I, they're like, do I hate them? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to process this. It's not, a, it's, a, it's a hate. I like the, I would, I hate like a bunion, you know, I hate uh, anything that is holding us back or I, just like you hate. Um, it's not really hate because the fact is, I don't want them to be harmed. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to trigger them. I'm trying to get them health care. That's what I hate about them. They're, and they're standing in the way. But as soon as they get health care, let's say, because trust me, as soon as we get universal health care in this country, they'll be the first one signing up. And then the Republicans, will, the politicians will say how they they were for it all along, right? Just like they are for pre-existing conditions, protections, and people just seem never not to remember the way it was when the uh, insurance companies could kick you off when you got sick and could... Uh, you know, deny you care just for, just for, they could, they didn't have to insure you at all, you know, and everything, and in fact, yes, exactly, Haiku on the, on the chat says, it's a deep, visceral annoyance, that, that is the, I think that's the proper, that's the proper terminology, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like this nagging knot in my stomach, because uh, of of annoyance, yes, of a tediousness, uh, annoyance, because the these people who are they're not just I wish they were their own worst enemies, right? They are, but they're ev there are worst enemies. They're standing in the way, and everything about them. The bomb threats, the, the the violence, the unfathomable allegiance to a a horrible con man, a a lifelong con man, the and and why, why? What is it? What is wrong with you? What is wrong? I mean, where, what? What inspires a person? Like, what damage do you have to have to get a a, a phone case of the of this horrible con man who's pretending to, to be the president, giving everybody the two fingers up, giving them the middle finger? Why? Why is he giving us the middle finger? Oh, it's giving. He's giving. 
other Americans the middle finger, right? Because he's not, he needs to be hurting certain Americans. They're, you see what I mean? I, these people are, they're very damaged people. And we would never, there's, I mean, it's unfathomable to me to think of putting a picture of, like, FDR on, you know, fuck you. Like, you know, it's not, because that's not what it's about. We're not trying to screw over these people, these, these goddamn albatrosses around our national neck. We're trying to advance as a more perfect union. We're trying, we're not, we're not trying to leave them behind. When we pass um, policies like the $35 insulin that, that Joe Biden was able to get through despite the right wingers holding it back. The, you know, it applies to everybody. But it doesn't but they don't have the manners or the maturity or the decency to simply say thank you. And conversely, when Trump was squatting in the White House despite be receiving fewer votes, he and Jared Kushner and the rest of these the the these horrible the the worst people that he surrounded himself with were all um saying how covid was was hurting people in blue states and who cares right if you took out the blue states there's hardly any death remember that if you take out the blue states, there's hardly any death at all, at all. Well, now, I mean, when you if you take out the red states, we would have a, a much better country. You're so funny, Jonathan. I'm I'm looking at what you're writing on the chat. It's very distracting. You make me feel hopeful, Tara. You're so nice. <laughs> You're very, I like you, Jonathan. You're really, I wish I had you on, on uh, my shoulder all the time telling me these things when I'm sitting here doubting myself every other day. Every other minute. How come Tara makes sense, Jonathan says. How come? I'm not, I am, because it's true. We're talking, we're keeping it real. As my drill sergeant used to say, I'm talking real good. I don't speak good English, but I'm speaking it real good now. That's what he used to say. <laughs> it used to make me laugh. He's a funny, he was a, uh, but I don't think he was trying to be funny. Maybe he was. I'm sure they had good laughs at us behind closed doors. I don't speak good English, but I'm speaking it real good now. All right, so let's see. Kirk's strategy aims to discredit Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Act. Oh, yes, I said this. With plans to release content to this effect on January 15th, King's birthday. I mean, don't they have any shame? No, I'm sorry. Why do I ask that question? It's like a rhetorical question. This has sparked concerned and uh, concern and backlash with individuals and communities expressing alarm 
at the prospect of such a campaign to discredit Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Act. But this is how it begins, guys. That's what the what the um, that's the aim of of the of what they're up to. It's propaganda, but it's they it doesn't um, it's like any propaganda, and this is why I keep saying with the for example our attempts if we're going to be successful in a, in expanding the supreme court specifically so to speak right there is a need to frame the narrative there's a need for this to become part of the the discourse just normal public discourse when you go out and you talk about the illegitimate Supreme Court, the corrupt Supreme Court, the the fact that it's been completely politicized by the by the uh, M- Moscow Mitch and the Republicans who, you know, didn't just violate norms; they they usurped the democratic process, and this is unacceptable. So whenever you get in front of a camera, whenever Democrats get in front of a camera, they should, they have an obligation. If we ever want to change it, they, you have to get it out there and, and say illegitimate Supreme Court. When you talk about illegitimate Amy Coney Barrett, illegitimate justice I like beer. But the reason I bring that up is because this is what they're doing. It starts with throwing that first hook in the water. I'm not saying it's going to catch on right away. There'll be backlash. But soon, it's like Trump. You know, it's like the fire hose of offenses. Anything he does, the crimes, all the crimes that never stop, It's be- we've become numb to them. And this is the the goal of what Charlie Kirk is up to. They put this out there, and then there's there's gasping. There's oh, how dare you? There's concern. I'm, you know, I'm very concerned, as Susan Collins would would say. Um, and eventually, it becomes more an acceptable frame of thought. And this is how we. Um, how they, I should say, whittle away at progress at the Civil Rights Act. It starts with, with uh, campaigns like this. They're do it's they're not they know what they're doing. They're propagandists of the first order, like Goebbels. I mean, in somewhere in hell, Goebbels uh, there's a tear streaking Goebbels' cheek as he watches these people saying the student is now the master because they know what they're, they're, they're doing. They're good at propaganda because that's all they have. They know that it's anathema to humanity, that the Civil Rights Act is, it's just common sense that we're making progress as a species. It's... um it's stupid to be, you know, being a racist is, is uh, akin to being an idiot. And it is. And so what do they do? They have to weaken the, uh, the common, you know, the common thought, the common 
just the thinking on that it's generally agreed that you know we uh we look up to Martin Luther King the civil rights movement the civil rights act of 1964 this was a good thing they're dragging us back they're trying to make it you know must make us question is it a good thing it's like democracy in itself for years I've been saying how Republicans, how they hate democracy and their ultimate goal is, you know, to overthrow democracy, to turn us into a kiss-up, kick-down, you know, oligarchy, an intergenerational aristocracy again. And they they would always get, the right-wingers would have to give lip service to democracy. They could never say that out loud, but now you are, we're hearing Right wingers, not all. I mean, of course, they're they're assaulting the citadel of democracy, the American, uh, uh, you know, the capital itself. And but this would be unthinkable. And some um, Republicans are 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 out there openly expressing their, you know, they're questioning democracy. Is it is it right? And I'm not. I mean. I'm tell. It's like, um, wh- what's his face? What is uh, the Nazi, the incel and the Nazi? Nick Fuentes, for example. Nick Fuentes used to be a fringe character. He's, but he's somebody that ate dinner with the con man at his Maramoron Roach Motel, where you can go read our classified secrets in the shitter. So. The, that's, you know, Nick Fuentes openly talks about it, and so do the rest of them. Trump himself, he doesn't come right out and say it. He says that he he's he's not openly saying we have to uh, um, roll back democracy, but what what is he saying when he says I'm going to be a dictator just for a day? Oh, and what is he saying when he says we need to um, you know, even go as far as suspending the Constitution. Now, could you imagine any other person talking about suspending the Constitution? Any other politician? It would be a, an immediate disqualifier. But this is where they have taken us. This is how low they've gone, the Republicans. They're, they are an irredeemable cult at this point. They're not a political party. They are an irredeemable death cult, an anti-democratic, kiss-up, kick-down cult. And you know what? Um, it's. I mean, we're on the. Here's what's going to happen when they lose the election, which is going to happen. I mean, hopefully. Legally and peacefully, we uh, smash them again into history's trash bin for for in the election. They will they they're gonna lose their shit. It's go there will be violence because there already is. They're they're putting you know swatting people, bomb threats, and everything else. You know what's his name? Uh, the supervillain, the well, he's not a supervillain. He's like a 
a Batman villain, looks like the Penguin, Roger Stone, on tape, uh, audio, on, on tape, saying how he, uh, we should assassinate. Talking with a a former member of the NYPD, saying it's time to assassinate Democratic political uh, leaders like Jerry Nadler and um, Eric Swalwell. And of course, there is no that's there's no redeeming that. Roger Stone knows he's caught. He's been caught. He's out there lying about it, saying that, oh, that's AI. See how convenient that is? Not only do they create the AI, this is, and this is what they do, it's not AI. There's ways to tell. So prove it. It's not AI. Uh, and it's already been verified that it's not AI. But he's saying it's AI, and the Republicans, they're, they're like, going along with it. Oh, that's just, uh, you know, it's AI. Because that, I mean, how can you justify that? Talking about assassinating uh, uh, representatives the con in the Congress that people voted for. This is where they are, but this has always been where right-wingers take us. It's oh, they're always the ones with the violent. You know, for all my life, we hear about how the left wingers are violent, and all. that's not the. I don't know. I've only seen really pretty much right wingers. I'm not saying left wingers. I mean, they used to be like the weather weathermen and whatnot. But wh when the hell was that? Like in the '60s? But you know. It's mostly these right-wingers, and, and Republicans are legitimizing it. When they talk about, I mean, the attack on the Capitol as no big deal, as the, the traitors who have been sent to prison, how they're, they're hostages? This is only asking, asking for more violence. But that's who they are. This is, I mean, it's all, it's angertainment and it's uh, performance art until they can get rid of pesky democracy once and for all. Yeah, so uh, for Kirk, the, the shift, let me see, here is it, here it is, from uh, Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA are launching a campaign next week to discredit Martin Luther King they will no doubt, this is from Twitter, I'm reading Kat Abu. Who's Kat Abu? They say, I watch Fox News so you don't have to. Oh, from Media Matters. Okay, yes. Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA are launching campaign. Yes, and exactly what I'm saying. They will no doubt try to push this opinion into the mainstream. That's what Twitter's all about, right? That's Elon Musk. His new, the uh, sp free so supposed free speech absolutists. They're they're laying the groundwork for uh, this, uh, you know, de dehumanizing of minority groups, attacking different minority groups, rolling back progress turning people against each other and yeah, putting out this 
really um, kind of point of view that is only acceptable to neo-Nazis, usually, you know, for the, for the majority of my lifetime, it's really been mainstream thought in, uh, in the circles of neo-Nazis and the KKK, but now he, they're putting it, they're pushing it to the mainstream. This is how it starts. There'll be some backlash, there'll be opinion pieces about it, but it will continue. This is how, it, you know, you just, de you, uh, you uh, numb people to this kind of uh, assault. And then it becomes like the big lie. Becomes more acceptable. Then you have a bunch of morons talking about, well, Martin Luther King, you know, he wasn't good, and the civil rights movement, who needs it? Like... Um, you know, like, uh, we've already, they've already assaulted our rights. They're already dragging us back. I don't get these, these effing white men, really, like Charlie Kirk. Like, what is it? What's your damage? What is in their, 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 you know, their excuses for souls? They clearly hate this country. That's what it's about. They can't, they can't function in a diverse, democratic republic of where people are free. They hate freedom. The, all they want uh, is the ability to put people. I mean, I don't know why. I guess in their, um, in their minds, they're they're gonna. It's like the lions eating or the leopards eating your face party because he's white. The the sting of the lash will never uh, reach him or something. MLK was awful, Kirk said. He's not a good person. He said one good thing. He actually didn't believe. This is this is Kirk. In so in 2015, Kirk, Kirk called Martin Luther King a hero. In 2022. He said he was a civil rights icon. You see how it goes, because they're adopting the the uh, you know the lexicon, the the zeitgeist, because they're hiding, you know, like a human shield. They're hiding in in plain sight, but because of the con man, now they've been emboldened in December twenty twenty three speaking before a group of students and teachers in the at something called America Fest please a political convention organized by Turning Point USA they this is it's another example of them trying too hard right oh, look we're not racist martin luther king was a was a republican and look we we love america look we're even having an america fest we love, look how much we love America. Our, our standard bearer, he literally jerks off into a flag. He sees flags and he gets, um, he gets ready for, for lovemaking. Let's put it that way. He, he look, I, I have a picture. See, look. Look how much he loves a flag. I don't know what that is. Somebody put that there. Mystery man peeking out at him. I mean, who, who, 
needs to hump a flag. Patriotism is an action. It's not humping a flag. It's not a show. But these people, they're not patriots. Just remember, these are the people that couldn't even put a stinking piece of cloth over their face to save, an, if, if, to possibly save a fellow American, right? It was too much. It's too much for them. Nobody was asking them to storm the beaches of Normandy, but that was just too much. We couldn't ask them to do anything for this country. But they want to hump a flag. They love humping flags. They love waving giant flags. Because the symbols are so much easier to, uh, to hide behind. The substance, that takes maturity. That takes decency. That takes an understanding, you know, that we don't leave people behind. And that's why, you know, when we say... I well, I'll speak for myself. I don't, I don't hate these people. I mean, I hate them because they're, they're, look at them. You know, this is what they do. I, 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 they're irritating. Yes, they're, they're, they're annoying. Is their annoyance is bottomless? Their tedium is. I mean, they're just inc- incredibly tedious. But I'm not trying to hurt them. That's patriotism. We're trying to help them. That we're trying to ensure that they they get they get to retire. You know, I'm not, and believe me, I guess Republican in my mind, I'm hearing them. Uh, you know, their excuses, but what they what they would think? Oh well, we're trying to help you too, because you don't know any better. And uh, you know, when you're when you are uh, trying to be, um, you know, gendered, you want gender affirming care. So that's we, us standing in the way is helping you because you don't know any better. And we, they're shoving their, their, uh, sick, twisted sky spook into our, uh, you know, into our lives and nobody asked them to. So they think they're, they're doing us a favor, you know, saving us from the fires of hell. I guess that's what, what they think I they probably but then when you know now that I'm processing this in real time are they really trying to help us when they're they have images of the con man giving us the two-fingered salute on their phones and shit like that and why is it too another thing with these public freakout things I've been watching where um, I noticed too in the racist compilations, there'll be a lot of racists going Trump, Trump, or you know Trump twenty twenty, Trump twenty twenty four, like a like a cudgel to beat people over the heads with. Why would the why would you do that if he's not a racist? And I also notice it's it's. I mean, racism is their, that's their touchstone. They, they say, they go right to the uh, racial slurs. And then when they're called out for it, they're like, well, I'm just, I'm not racist. That's the other thing. They, they insist they're not racist while they're screaming the N word. 
And then they give excuses, saying things like, oh, well, they say it in a, in a song. Or uh, they, you know, some other person said it, so they can say it. And then they say Trump 2020 or Trump 2024, depending on the year. It's been the video shot in. So, you know, they all know. Like, don't give, like, give me a break here. They all, they all know. It's like a gang sign. They understand what they're, that they're all racist. And that's why they say it. Trump, why would you say Trump 2020? I mean, it's all dog whistles. <laughs> Jim on the chat. I'm not racist. I have a black but butler. <laughs> They wish they had a black butler. They wish they had a butler. Somebody needs to clean up their shitholes. So, ML, so here, here we go. So in 2022, why am I keeping this up, this picture up? Just to remind everybody what a piece of dirt this scumbag is. Look at him. Why would you have to do that? You know, we, we wouldn't need you to hump a flag, Trump. If you had simply, I don't know, when the called uh, served your country, when you were called, maybe. That, that would have been patriotic. Oh, but your feet hurt. Right, I forgot. When your turn was, was up, when, they, when your country called you to serve, your feet hurt. Piece of dirt. I'm so sick of the, these right-wingers. The way they 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 put him they put this this con man in uh, like uh, paintings like he's George Washington crossing the Delaware like how dare you George Washington respected the peaceful transfer of power if George Washington could you imagine if George Washington knew what we were dealing with right now. Yeah, and in all his flaws, I know. He was a slaveholder. He literally was... He didn't have wooden teeth, by the way. He had the teeth of enslaved people in his mouth. Pulled out of the enslaved person's mouth and put in his mouth. So, that's what we're dealing with. And... But still, he understood that we were fighting for an idea the that freedom that this country was was setting a standard we weren't living up to it then we're trying the more we we take steps to being that that country that the our founding documents talk about that's when republicans lose their shit but so in 2022, MLK was a civil rights icon, according to Charlie Kirk. But in December 2023, speaking before a group of students and teachers at America Fest, he said MLK was awful. He's not a good person, he said. One good thing, and he actually didn't believe it. For Kirk, the shift on King wasn't an offhand remark, but a glimpse into his broader strategy to discredit the civil rights leader and the landmark... Whoops. Where, where am I? I lost my place. 
for Kirk, for Kirk. And the landmark legislation most associated with King, the Civil Rights Act of, of 1964. I have a very, very radical view on this, he said, but I can defend it. And I thought about it, Kirk said, at America Fest. Who comes up with these names? Can you imagine them sitting around? They must laugh their asses off. Say, you know what we're going to call this one? America Fest. Watch these suckers eat it up. Watch these idiots come with their stupid fashion abortions. Red, white, and blue fashion abortions. Pretending how patriotic they are. What is patriotism to these people? Really, I don't get it. They hate everything about this country. They want to overthrow it. They can't respect the peaceful transfer of power. They hate, you know, they hate diversity. They hate freedom. They don't, they, they don't want us to read the dictionary. They hate secularism. They want us to be a Christian nation, right? All Christian. The founders understood. They weren't creating a a Christian nation. They were they understood the the dangers, the the pain caused by church and state intertwined. That they were escaping that. They weren't, you know, uh, creating a new country birthed in the liberal age of enlightenment just to create, you know, a, uh, an offshoot of England. They were doing something incredibly radical. The courts, so Kirk continues, the courts have been really weak on this. Kirk told America Fest. What a what what a bunch of goddamn kindergartners. Children. Babies. Amer America Fest. What is America Fest? Fucking like an eagle uh up your ass? America Fest? Fed I mean they hate eagles too. They do everything they can to, like, destroy the the environment for eagles, destroy their habitat. If they had their way, they'd fucking kill all the eagles. <laughs> they hate eagles. They hate eagles. They hate birds. They hate, oh, well, except when they're saying how. Oh, the birds flying into the wind mills. There's this, like a bird graveyard. They they hate birds. They want to fucking pack birds into uh factory farms. They don't they want they don't want birds to raise their fucking wings, these goddamn pieces of dirt. This is how horrible they are. They want to treat any animal that gives their very ex life, their very existence for human su for human sustenance. They want to treat animals with such indignity, which makes me sick. 
Yeah, they don't. I mean, that's the other thing. They they roll back. You know, whenever there's any step towards making uh, humans more humane. I mean, because we are. We know how fucked up it is to treat animals like shit in factory farms. So, you know, we want to because we're such disgusting hypocrites too as humans. Like that's why I don't eat meat. By the way, I just can't. You know, whatever. That's a whole other story. But we could at least treat the animals with dignity, treat them with respect. But no, you know, Republicans, they, they roll shit back. They, the, the little progress that we've made the, uh, in animal rights, in treating a- animals with decency in factory farms, which is like minimal, they've rolled back. Like there was a a um, a legislation that the that um, chickens should be have enough room to raise their wings, and the fucking Republicans had a problem with that. You know, fuck the chickens. Let them feel like shit. Let them suffer and die, and uh, put their just put them right in my mouth, in my gullet, in my fat gullet. I can eat it. I eat all their pain and suffering. You fucking pricks. I'm sorry. I'm cursing. I'm not a baby boomer, by the way, Jonathan. I'm a Generation X. Okay, I'm a baby boomers, like my father. I'm not that old. I know. I look it. No, I look like 10 years younger than I am, all right? I know that because people mistake me all the time for like, well, it's probably my immature attitude. And the fact that I'm wearing like my clothes. (laughs) My clothes give me a youthful visage. Yeah, I'm Gen X, motherfuckers. Gen X. All right, hold on. We'll be right back. We'll be humping flags when we get back. How tall am I, Jonathan? I am six feet tall, Jonathan. I'll kick anybody's ass. All right, let's see. Yeah, my my fam's very tall, my fam. And I'm not even the tallest. I'm a fucking Generation X. Enough with this. I'm not. I'm a baby boomer. Baby boomers are like 20, 30 years older than me. Right? I was born in the late, very late 60s. In right, be- right on the, you know, cusp of uh, 1970. In December. All right, whatever. Nobody wants to hear this. They don't want to hear they, my uh, my traumas. What were we talking about? How are we? Well, Charlie Kirk is a dirtbag. All right, get ready. That's all I'm saying. Get ready for for the racists. I'm so sick of them. Can we get to the part where? They are back in the closet and 
they have shut their filthy mouths, right? Where they're, where they're back. Just, the, you know, get back in the closet with your stupid, stupid racist shit. I ain't no baby boomer. I'm not a baby boomer. When I was just reminding myself of my, my niece when she was little. She was so funny. What a good girl. She reminds me of a little booty boo. Where where'd she go? And I would say to my niece, all right, mommy. You know, like, you know, she'd say something. Aunt Tara, blah, blah, blah. I'd say, okay, mommy, whatever you say. I'm not a mom. She'd get very upset when I called her mommy. I'm not a mom. Like stamp her feet. <laughs> it's just a term of endearment. I call my cats mommy. I'm like, all right, mommy, whatever. Whatever, mommy. I'm not a mom. <laughs> She's a good girl. All right. Why am I talking um, not into the mic? Let's look at this picture on Twitter. Maramoron fashion. They, it's like an, a, it's a joke. It's a joke there. Look at the people who go to Maramoron to read our classified secrets in the shitter. Isn't that fucked up? Oh, and there's Donald Trump Jr. Ugh, horrible people. Look at these horrible people. What is your first thought when you see this picture? Trump won. I know it. You know it. Fuck off, people. Go away. God, get out of my life. Maggots. What's our first thought? Brainwashed, Christian nationalist, hateful, willful ignorance. Terrible, horrible people. Oh, and these, speaking of... Yeah, these guys are going to... Look at these idiots. They couldn't pass the goddamn PT test. Well, maybe he could, the guy who's a little bit more fit. But they wouldn't get in because of their racism in the military. It's like Kyle Rittenhouse. He was uh, he was eviscerated recently for... You know, he's cosplaying. Dressing up like a military man. But he's... Go join the military. Go join the well-regulated militia, but they can't. They can't do that. That's too much patriotism. Uh, patriotism. That's too much. You know, it's too. It's putting up. It's too much sacrifice. They might have to miss lunch one day. You know, they might have to get up early and go and do some PT and get fit so they can pass their physical. I I knew somebody when I was in the National Guard, they had to get fit. You know, they were kind of overweight and they were not able to advance because, or even like get into training because they weren't meeting the physical requirements. So they put their pedal to the metal. They, they really worked on it. They worked on their fitness they lost weight. They ran. They got up every morning. They ran. They to to get uh you know to qualify to meet to meet the standards. 
But that's too much for these people. They don't want to, they can't, they can't sacrifice. Like Donald Trump, please. He wouldn't sacrifice a fucking lunch. And neither would these dumbasses. They just want to walk around and act tough when they're nothing of the sort. They're weak. They are tiny. They're small. They're small-minded. They're idiots. They're fools. And they don't look tough at all. Does anybody think that's tough? They look pathetic. It's pathetic. You look like idiots. That's not what tough, you don't look, I mean, tough people don't act like that. If you're tough, you don't have to try so hard. It's like Donald Trump humping a flag. If you're actually patriotic, you don't need to hump a flag. You don't. You don't need to walk around like a fucking moron with a gun. And what, what do you, what, he's got, uh, he's got a pistol on his chest He's got an assault weapon hanging down his between his legs. He is his he's got uh body armor. He's got about five magazines in his uh, I'm not talking about uh us weekly. What why? Why? Go run. Go run. Go run the track. Yeah, meal team 6. Do some push-ups. Let's see. Let's see what you got. Sick. It's very sick. And what? What? Like what? Why? <laughs> I'm just looking at this too. <laughs> Sorry for laughing in your ear like that. I'm not getting paid, am I? That's what is. It's that's a good one. That's a good one. That's Elena Haba. Okay. I'm looking at the time. Hopefully on Progressive Voices, you are, you're still tuning in. This is Tara Buster, Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the Right Side of History, Decency, Dignity, Democracy, Humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. I, and we're having fun. I mean, this is what we do on Fridays. The show is recorded on Fridays. It's played on Progressive Voices on Sunday. And uh, we're hanging out on Friday. If you get a chance, come on over to youtube.com slash channel slash Tarabuster and join us on Friday evenings, 8.30-ish p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, yeah, we have a, we have a good time in the chat room and, and everywhere else. We got good. We get, we're talking real good. All right. <clears throat> Let's get back to work here. What was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah, a uh, couple of things. We Yesterday, we, I wanted to talk about the the mob for liberty lady. Let's, let's talk about her for a minute. The mobs for liberty. Another mob for liberty lady caught in the act of being herself. A, uh, she's, she's a shoplifter. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? What's wrong with them? Hmm? Anybody know what uh, what's wrong with them? I wish we they would simply get the help they need, you know, and this world would be a much better place. Just get help. Get help, Meal Team Six. 
get help, um, asshole with uh, the Trump giving us the two-fingered salute on your phone, the racist lady who got famous on YouTube for being a racist. Get help. It's just incredible, too. I um going back to the the public freakouts with the racists and all the assholes, the Trump anzies. That it's just it's um common denominator when they they start with the racial slurs. Somewhere there's a Trump flag. There's a Trump twenty twenty. They they're all it's a it's who they are. Trump has a, given them. It's it's emboldened them, and they think, "What do they? I, why would you you get into an argument with somebody? First of all, half these most of the arguments are are stupid. Like, just go on with your stupid life. Go back. Just go back to fucking shopping. Shut up. What what the hell is wrong with people? A lot of times they're drunk. That's what happens. But." And then they start with the racial slurs, N-word, you know. Uh, then they start with the bigotry, of course. They, they go right there. Why? It's crazy, but because it's right below the surface. Very low-effort uh, low thinking mind. All right, Mobs for Liberty. Caught in the act of being herself. Here's a local news story about it. 37 now in a Collierville school board member resigns after being arrested for stealing from Target. <laughs> According to Collierville police, Carrie Lee Blair was charged with there theft of is. property totaling more than grooming $700 people, worth of grooming merchandise. Grooming children. Records show that a theft investigation on Blair started on December 27th, a week after her birthday. last alleged theft at Target. Yesterday, Collierville Schools announced that Blair resigned earlier this week as a school board member. Honestly, I was just shocked. I literally no, said it to shocked. my mother-in-law and my husband the second I saw it. It's really scary um, to know that yeah, someone scary. on the school district is capable of that, and it's really sad. It is sad. Collierville School Board says state law requires that Blair's replacement be appointed by the Collierville Board of Mayor and Alderman. Blair's now released on a $7,000 bond. Mobs for Liberty. So, let's see. What did she do? She She's a moralist. Okay. Of course. All con up, in your, up in your business about your, you know, whether you can live an authentic life or who's grooming Kids getting groomed by, uh, you know, just groomed to be normal, to be non-racist, non-bigots, self-assured, self right? I mean, they just, they want people to hate others, hate whoever's different. But she, this is what she did. Carrie Lee Blair, she, 43 was booked into Shelby County Jail on Friday, January 5th, charged by... Co so they were watching her over time. There was like a sting, which I found pretty pretty uh, funny. She was... So she, this is what she did. This was her M.O. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a, uh, you know, lapse in judgment one day. She took a... 
She took too many, too many Percocets and went to Target. Uh, so she was charged um, over time. She went to Target seven times over a 26-day period in November. They had the, all the dates, so they were watching her ass. November 25th, 30th, December 3rd, 6th, 13, 18, and 20, and stole only $728.61 worth of merchandise by what it, doing this scam. It's called skip scanning. And all the self-checkouts, which I hate. I can't stand them myself. They, uh, I, you know, they're on to people doing that. It's not like you're some kind of genius. So they bring up a bunch of items, and they only scan a few of them, and they walk out with the rest. Uh, I guess maybe they didn't catch her the first time, but then they kept her their eye on her. She would return again and again, and I suppose that when she succeeded the first time, she got greedy and kept going back. So it said she would arrive each time in the same car and use a debit card in her name. The amounts ranged from $63 to $140, giving herself some freebies every time she went shopping. And she, uh, the last time she committed this fraud on December 27th, oh wait, excuse me, it said the, it said the investigation was launched on December 27th, and then it says she was arrested, which I wish, where's the body camera footage? I was looking for that. It'll come out eventually, but then she was released on a $7,500 bond and ruined her whole life for, for being a greedy little, you know, you know what, you know what. But that's who they are. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going on in her life. It's, uh, I am not, I don't know. I kind of, whatever. She could just be a sick person. Maybe she's having financial trouble. I don't know. But the fact that she's a horrible person, uh, and maybe it's a simple entitlement, but there's something wrong with her, that's for sure. When you get to, to be 43 years old and you're on the school board and I don't know what else is in her life, she doesn't seem to be hurting for, for money and whatnot, has a good job, she's, you know, whatever. Why Why are you putting everything on the line? You're, uh, they, it's because they can't help it, that's why. You know, but anyway, Blair ran her 2022 campaign as a conservative, supporting parental choice. And she was critical of what she called social agendas in public education, meaning, you know, not, not being a dick to gay people. That's what that means. Not being a, a, not being a horrible person to the trans community. Living and let living. Going on with your life. Treating people with decency and respect and, you, and humanity. And it says that she, for most, for the most part, this is why we know she's not hurting for money. 
she self-financed her campaign, but she also received contributions from other Mobs for Liberty members. And yeah, that, um, you know, here's the deal. The fact is, all of uh, Mob, Mobs for Liberty is a relatively new organization of morons and uh, the and it's coming out that of course the infamous the woman who uh, anti-gay woman who is having threesomes and her husband uh, raped her um her her female sexual partner and all that and you know gay sex for me not for thee but anyway but so mobs for liberty um these embarrassing incidents let's just say are coming out because well they're a relatively new group and they attract nor um not normal people they attract morons they attract very sick people they, you know what I mean? So in order to be a member of Mobs for Liberty, you have to be somewhat disturbed in some form. You have to be a self-loathing gay. You have to be a racist. You have to hate other people. You have to be some sickness has to, you know, you have to be uh, consumed by some kind of mental illness in general. And uh, especially, well, of course, you're entitled, that's for sure. I mean, why would you? I mean, she's stealing, what, $60? Some $60 shit? It's, it wasn't like the crime of the century. Of all those trips that she w stole things, like I said, it only added up to 700 and some $30 or something. Yeah, you just have to be deceitful, Robin. You have to be a sneak. That's what it is. It's like getting over, getting away with something. There, there's something wrong with them. And this is why I say that I wish they would simply get help. Just get help. You know, we'll, we'll still be here, you know, trying to make a more perfect union. We're trying to help you. We're trying to help you have mental health care. We're trying to have universal health care. We're trying to make it so you can get help. And when you get help, you get to get some time off and go and get the help you need. Right? That's what, that's what civilized nations do. We do it not just for the mobs for liberty, bitch, but for all of us. Because we want her to get help. We don't want to live in a, in, a, in a society with somebody like that. Why do you want to live with somebody who's a deceitful thief? You don't. You want her to be well in the head. So if she's part of your social sphere, you don't have to lock up your, your wallet anytime she walks in the room. Right? So... That's what it's about. We need to, this is why we, we take care of each other, why we want to educate each other, why we want to have health care for all. Because we're in this together. It matters. We affect each other. 
And like I say, we stick together, we win. I want them to get the help they need. My God. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out, Progressive Voices. Come on over to YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster to watch the end of the show. Come and hang out on Fridays at 8.30ish p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out APS Radio News. You can hear the rest of the show over there. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. Yeah. All right. I can't believe how fast that went. That's uh, That always happens. Next, I, I, I blink in the show. It's not over yet, but I mean, I always think I have more time. Isn't that the... That's the curse of being a human, I guess. Oh, we think we have time. Okay, so where do we want to go? Do you know where you want to go? There's so many things I wanted to talk about. Well, I was wondering about what's going on with George Santos. And, well, I guess we can talk about this. And just like I predicted, I must be psychic. Um, he's he's getting stale. Who who could have foreseen? Pardon me. Pardon me. Hold on a second. He is. Oh, thank you. Non-useful. You're very useful. The Sisters of Perpetual Mental Health is thriving across this land, maggot land, USA. Thank you, non-useful. You're very useful. And thank you, John, for your super chat. And John, he just gave a super chat. You you can say something. I'll read it. Thank you, John, and non-useful for your super chats. My f- and you're not non-useful. I don't really like saying non-useful because you're incredibly useful. And thank you, John. That was my father's name. I like that name. Okay? What are you going to do? That is my father's name. But he is a was at this moment. So, as we all will be one day, why am I getting all deep and philosophical now? Because you got to think about these things sometimes, and I do. I do. Because, you know, that's the thing. Well, this is why, let's get, let, let's get, let's get some, you know, let's talk about the meaning of life. Um, this is why I think the Republicans are, you know, they they sell well the conservatives in general they sell the I'm not okay let me just preface this I'm not uh, saying anything that is so mind blowing we all we all know this they sell the the god you know the afterlife bullshit so they can screw us in the in the present in the here and now. That's why Republicans want to eliminate the line of separation or the wall of separation between church and state. And that's why 
the wall. There was no wall of separation between church and state for millennia. The church and the state were intertwined because rising up against your your natural lords was offending God. That's what they were taught. They want you go in the field, do your work, shut up, you'll get a mansion in heaven. This is exactly what the Republicans are trying to reestablish. How are they going to, I mean, they don't have anything to offer. So they want you to be, they want you to go to church and they want you to shut up. And how soon will it be? Of course, you know, Trump has said things like, you know, he's got good genes and this is, well, you know, he, he doesn't, he just knows things because his, uh, his uncle was a scientist, so he knows science. You know, he just knows things. He's superior. And it will, just like with democracy, how they give lip service to democracy and how Charlie Kirk, for example, gave lip service to MLK and now he's, MLK isn't a good person and he's attacking him outright because the the veils are coming off they're the they're letting their freaks uh the bats out of the belfry so now it's uh this democracy they're they're questioning whether democracy is the uh, appropriate governing um system just like putin he openly talks about how democracy is chaos. We don't want a democracy. Look at the, the United States. They're, they're getting there. The Republicans are getting to that point. And there are some who are outright saying it. You know? Same thing that's, same thing that, that's happening with uh, their disparaging democracy, disparaging Martin Luther King, and, and, and uh, kind of um, settled arguments that we've had. You know, it's a good thing that we had a civil rights movement, and the Civil Rights Act is a good thing. Now they're questioning that, because they always felt that under, underneath. And the same, it's the same thing with the line of, or the wall of separation between church and state. They're outright saying, what is this wall? There is no wall, right? Like, like Lauren Boebert, she outright said it. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this separation of church and state junk. Which is what? What country you? What country do you live in? What country's flag are you humping? Perjury. I mean, uh, Lauren banned from the bowling alley. Oh my God! We got the super chats on parade here. Thank you guys. Thank you, Matt. Matt thank you, Matt, for your super chat. Hail all to the downfall of Santos. Exactly. Thank you. And thank you, Robin. Here's my high five for you and the kitties. Thank you, Robin. Really appreciate it. And thank you, Terry Taylor, for your very generous super chat and your cute little emoji. That's very, that's very cute. Yes. 
George Santos mad on the chat. <laughs> George Santos is responsible for the death of the sweater vest. <laughs> That's good. Oh, and thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan, no, you're welcome, Tara. Thank you for putting a great show together. I appreciate that. Thank you. It wouldn't be nothing. This show would be nothing without you. This is no show without you. Without you. All right, where was I? Yes, so now, um, well, we were talking about George Santos. How did I get on the separation? Oh, we were talking about the meaning of life. That's it. Right. And how, right, what is the meaning of life? You know, they, we, this is it, right? I hope, I hope there's an afterlife. I really do. I doubt it. I doubt, I don't know, though. Right? I do know, I've had, you know, some experiences in life. Some things that I think, oh, wow, you can't explain and things like that. And, uh, so... I, I, there, whatever there is, there's no man on a cloud, that's for sure. And sometimes I wonder that whether, uh, as Einstein th thought, that we, um, you know, because we are energy, we human beings are energy, and we are, you know, you hook us up to a meter, we give off a electric current, and so that's the whole premise of the Matrix, right? We were in the Matrix, the movie The Matrix. The people were batteries, right? And uh, and that's true. Cause, but then, so Einstein said, you know, energy doesn't die, it transforms. And he uh, proposed, or he, you know, speculated, let's say, that maybe there is reincarnation or an after, or somehow we turn, we, we go back to, as Carl Sagan said, being star stuff. So, and we are all made up of materials that are in the uh, in the universe, and that. Uh, so I don't know. All I know is that there's no man on the cloud. I know that for a fact. But there, I do think there's more here than meets the eye. I don't know. You know, I know there are layers to life. I know we're all connected. I, I don't, I mean, I, but do I really know? I don't know. But I'm not arrogant enough to think that I know it all. That's the thing I hate about the, uh, like, for example, Catholics. I'm a Catholic. I was raised Catholic. My mother was a nun. Okay, so don't go, don't give me a shit about this. But that, you know, cat, I mean, go back in time, like the early church telling people that God is a man, it's just bullshit. So, and, and to think that they know, to think that they know that what God is, is so, is so arrogant and, uh, they have no humility. No, there's no snow here. Dash. No, not yet. It's very cold though. So, all right. Um, the point is, what is the meaning of life? We're in this together. We we share this blip of time together. And, you know, we should make the best of it for each other. There's reasons why human beings 
uh, have the same release of the oxytocin chemical when they give something to somebody that as when they receive something because that's how we were wired. We were wired to be together and help each other. And anthropologists know this. It goes back millions of years. There are there's evidence of our early ancestors, our pre-human ancestor, pre-Homo sapien ancestors, taking care of each other. And for what purpose? At that time, you would think it would be, it might actually be detrimental. It might even be in their better interest to leave the sick and infirm or the old behind. But they didn't. We know this. They took care of each other. There's evidence of, uh, and they, the, of, um, that's, I don't know how they know this. I think it's because I read a book about it. I read a bunch of books. I read some books in my time. It's a train wreck. Well, we also have, there's another George Santos in Congress, Andy Ogles. So we're not. Uh, it's not a coincidence. They Like I'm saying that all Republicans, are, they're sick in some form. Not that Democrats or progressives or normal people don't have issues and problems. Which, it's a, def- it's a different level with the right-wingers, though. That's why they're attracted to that kind of ideology. There's something wrong with them in all... Um, and usually it's... It's a form of racism, and they don't get help for their own. They don't look at themselves. I, I of course, I'm being, I'm kind of being a broad, broad stroke, painting them with a broad brush, but I wish I was wrong. Many of them, let's say, there's, they got issues. I, you have to have issues to look at Trump and think, yeah, that guy, that's my, that's my Fuhrer, that's my guy, and look at perjury traitor Green and think, yeah, vote for her. For example, let me just show you her in the, in the hearing where she was showing Hunter Biden nudes. And it's marked Mr. out. Chairman, point of parliamentary out. Isn't she a showing dirt proof, of, uh, proof of man uh, act okay. violations? How is proof? How is a person's uh, sex videos that were stolen off of a private laptop? How is how does that prove violations of the Man Act? It doesn't. We don't know anything about the the partners that he was with. There's no proof that they were prostitutes or anything else, or young young uh, people, or underage. This is what she's insinuating. Just like she needs to show him nude, Hunter Biden nude, in the grips of his addiction, by the way. And then and Sean Hannity did it. Um, was it last night? He did the same thing. They showed pictures of Hunter Biden nude. Because the point is, they want him to relapse. 
they want to make they want to cause him pain so uh, and stress you know that's your compassionate conservatism they're so they're so concerned about fentanyl and it's coming over the border and killing americans they don't care let it kill hunter biden let it kill democrats they don't care because that will devastate Joe Biden. This is and and Hunter Biden said said as much. He will not re- be able to recover from that loss. He's had too many losses in his life. His surviving son. If he lost his surviving son, it would be a pain too much to bear. Not that Republicans would, like, you think that, what would happen if, God forbid, you know, I'm not saying if, let's say, uh, I won't even say a name, if uh, Donald Trump, if Donald F. and Trump, the traitor, lost one of his children, what would happen? Would he even blink? Would he even pause grabbing somebody by the pussy or uh, doing something disgusting? To others, would he? Would it even register? Well, it, it would regis- register probably in the way that he would capitalize on it somehow. You know, he'd probably sell some like commemorative NFT. My great son, strong, or daughter, or spawn, strong and powerful. So powerful, so strong, so. Wonderful. We re we, buy this memorial, something, some bullshit NFT digital bullshit for a low 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 price of nine nine ninety nine ninety nine. Show everyone what a patriot you are, and here, get this picture of my dear dearly departed, walking through the pearly gates with Jesus, for the low low price. Of ninety nine ninety nine, you know it. But here, here, let's continue. And it's marked Mr. out. Chairman, nice. They should be offended by parliamentary trafficking. Mr. Chairman, how do we know? Thank you kindly, Mr. Chairman. On July twenty six, I sent you a letter about the last time this happened, when the gentle lady uh, introduced uh, before this committee Man without X. any notice. To, what a what a disgusting uh, anyone, voice. Uh, nude photos, pornographic. Uh, images the that man. were completely irrelevant to the purpose exactly. uh, of irrelevant. the hearing itself. And uh, my question to you is, are members allowed to just bullying. put up sensationalistic, wireistic, Revenge pornographic porn. images if they're That's not what it is. relevant to the actual irrelevant. object of the legislative proceeding? But I want a parliamentary ruling well, on that. Mr. Askin, that's probably... Part of the questioning for for there's Mr. Biden, a Comer pile. The Man Act, Miss Green's letter. The Man Act. No, no, Do you know what the Man Act is? Of the it's all. It's also known as the White Slave Traffic Act of 1910. The White Slave, of course, right? It's a U.S. federal law that criminalizes the transportation of individuals across state lines or national borders for the purpose of prostitution. Or any other immoral purpose, which we don't know anything about the people in those photographs. We don't know. You know, Hunter Biden's an adult. He's allowed to have sex with people. 
we don't know who those partners are, the the women in those pictures or woman. I we have no idea. Neither does perjury trader green. The serial adulterer, okay, whose marriage broke up because she couldn't stop having sexual relations outside her marriage. Pictures have already been entered into the record. The so pictures words, have already been entered into the record for no good reason. For what? They're discussing Hunter Biden subpoena. Here's a picture of him nude. Because why? Because, you know, it makes good content for their podcasts. It makes it seem as if they're doing something when they're doing nothing. They're just biding time. They're wasting time until the in-between coups. That's it. They're wasting time from coup to coup. When they, some or or, uh, school shooting to school shooting, they're just wasting time between uh, domestic terrorist event to domestic terrorist event. And that they can inspire between Nuremberg rally to Nuremberg rally. Biding time, pretending so they could fundraise, so they can go on Steve Bannon's podcast. And say that you know, hey, I'm doing, I'm doing a good job, right, right, boss, right, boss. Did you see? Look at this. I'm looking at Media Matters. Look at this picture, and I we've seen it before, of course, of Steve Bannon. Look, look at this set. He's got fucking pictures of Jesus behind him. Because he's so religious, you know? Don't you know? They're so... They love Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is just like them. You know, feed the hungry, kick... Well, starve the hungry, kick the homeless, build walls when the stranger knocks on the door. Separate, divide, spread ignorance. Make sure people are putting in bomb threats, just like Jesus did. If somebody slaps you across the cheek, don't turn the other cheek. Put in a bomb threat. Or even when they don't slap you across the... When they're trying to get your health care, put in a bomb threat. They're trying to make sure that you don't die needlessly without health care. Make sure you break into their home and hit them over the head with a hammer. Like Jesus. Like Jesus wanted, always said that we should do as Christians. That Christians have a duty to beat the elderly over the head with a hammer when they, you know, when nervous Nancy wants to make sure that Americans don't die without health care. It's incredible how unbelievably disgusting and hip well the hip the hypocrisy is bottomless. The fact that he could sit there, that Steve Bannon 
the traitor, the one who was caught. I mean, the only he was pardoned. Remember, he was the the con man pardoned him before he left the Oval Office for his um, robbing the dumbass Trump and traitor Trump cult for stealing money from the traitor Trump cult for, you know, putting up this bullshit uh, fundraising, stealing, you know, getting these idiots to give him their socialist security money by telling them he's going to build a wall against all the illegals, you know, like Jesus wanted them to do, like Jesus always talked about. You know how Jesus was really into building walls between people. Making sure there's big walls up. No, he wasn't. It was not a, a, in any way about understanding and empathy. Just build walls and hit people with hammers. And he was he was caught on a yacht on a Chinese businessman's a billionaire's yacht. They went out and they got his ass. His uh, his greasy ass off the yacht. Because the, the United States government was trying to protect these dumbasses from from the the from basically the snakes, the parasites that have latched upon them and are sucking ev- the life out of them. But they make it so easy to suck the life out of them, and they have—I mean—they just count on the stupidity of these people, and and all of that, you know, that in itself should be the wake-up call for these idiots. Like, gee, I gave money to this greasy grifter, and he was caught on a Chinese billionaire's yacht in international water. They—they—they uh, they, they had to go get his ass. And then the con man pardoned him? He didn't pardon the traitors who stormed the Capitol, thankfully. Thank God. Well, that's because he didn't want to seem guilty. That's why. At the time, he he was trying to distance himself from them. Because we, at the time, there was another, another opportunity for Republicans to distance themselves from their Fuhrer, who... You know, they had every opportunity to shake him off at that time, to let him, you know, to to put him in history's trash bin. And they almost did it. Well, they they simply couldn't let them let go until uh, McCarthy went down there and kissed his ass, the traitor's ass, down to Maramoron. And kiss this filthy, lying, bullshit, peddling traitor's ass to the detriment of this country. They know. They know what he is. They know who they are. They're all a bunch of grifters. A g- bunch of greasy grifters. And then there's this con man, Steve Bannon, this h- hateful fascist who hates this country who hates Jesus, he's got the nerve. You know, that's, that's because he the, uh, they count on the stupidity of the people who follow them. 
all they have to do is put up some kind, you know, throw up some uh, virtue signal, right? Throw up a picture of Jesus. Don't act like Jesus. Don't behave like Jesus. You know, kick Jesus. If Jesus ever came back, they'd crucify him again. All right, well, this is really not the end. We're going to do George Santos. Because I, I promised. And we had a technical problem. So, yeah. We will win. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, dignity. Di what else? De decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News. And thank you, Charlie, for all your support. As always, my name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right, let's let's get into what hap what's happening with George, with curious George Santos. You know, it's really pathetic. He's kind of annoying, <laughs> to put it mildly. He's kind of annoying because sometimes I I I really hate his guts, frankly, legally and peacefully. He is another vile ugh, slithering snake. And I'll go on to his Twitter feed just to see what the fucking idiot's up to. And usually, uh, you know, if I want to irritate myself, I guess I go on there. He's he's desperate. He knows it's coming to an end. His time in the limelight, in the spotlight, his attention, the attention that he desperately craved his entire life is coming to an end he we famously as we know and i predicted it not that i'm a freaking miss cleo but they i said as soon as he got kicked out of congress i think i said it on the show he's going he's going straight the cameo right He's kind of, he, there's uh, no doubt. And that's what he did. Call me now for your free reading. Exactly. I know I, I'm like Miss Cleo. And he went to Cameo. And because he's a greedy grifter, he's, his, his pathetic shout outs, very, you know, they have no dignity. They have no self-respect. These republicans they they just want money that's why they can kiss a con man's ass that's why they get you know like nancy mace could scream at hunter biden saying you have no balls while he's sitting right there in front of them ready to testify you have no balls <laughs> well i'm here i'm fucking here bitch but that's why they they put on a show for the dupes. That's why they show naked photos of uh, people in the grips of their active addiction, because they got nothing. They have you know they have no decency. And George Santos, it was very easy for him to go straight from the halls of Congress to cameo where he degraded himself by saying anything that anybody paid him to say, which is really the Republican Party in a nutshell. So there is no difference, you know? Whether it's Cameo or it's the, it's the halls of Congress, 
they're getting paid to say what somebody is telling them to say. Whether it's Trump or some big billionaire benefactor. They don't give a shit. They might as well be puppets. They might as well be, uh, you know... What's his face? Uh, I, I was listening to Tom Hartman, and he, Tom Hartman mentioned that Ron DeSantis looks like Howdy Doody, and he does. And I was like, oh, yeah, he does. You know, with the head, the head bobble, and he's like, he might as well be Howdy Doody. I'd, I'd actually take Howdy Doody over him. But, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. They, they, they might as well. I mean, this is why they could so easily go on these reality shows and degrade themselves, go on The Masked Singer, go on the, whatever, uh, Dancing with the Stars, all of them. Because it's all a, an act. It's, a, it's attention, it's money, it's a show. It's all the same fucking show. They see no difference. They're not working for the American people. They're not altruistic. They're not. They don't want to help their fit their fellow citizens. This is another reason why. I mean, it really is. Uh, money in politics is the root of all evil, and we need to get money out of politics. You, you know how fast the Republicans would flee the halls of Congress if there was no money in politics. They wouldn't. There'd be no. There, there'd be uh, public servants. So George Santos now um, from the New York Times. Let's see. Hold on. Ah, shit. Hold on a second. Don't quit again. Fucking epon. I hate when that happens. Okay, hold on. Beep, beep, bop, doop. So, George Santos, this is from the New York Times. There's an article, The Fading Online Celebrity of George Santos. But if you go on his on his Twitter or whatever, he, he is desperate, desperate to get back in in the limelight. He's missing it. He's missing the attention. And George Santos, he's saying, I mean, believe it or not, on his Twitter feed, he said that he, um, his former constituents, this is how, you know, without dignity he is, and what a liar he is, of course, that his former constituents in the 3rd District ha- are telling him that they're putting a they're, they're putting together a write-in candidate campaign to get him on the ballot. You believe that? And he is of course it's a lie. His constituents they are they were happy to see him gone. I mean, you're talking about a a district that held regular protests outside his office, his district office telling him to get the fuck out. There was never uh, people, even when the, when he was voted out, when they kicked his ass out, 
they went to the district, they couldn't find one person that was sorry to see him go. You know how they do the man on the street and they always have to have, well, he said this and he said that, and then this guy said that. You know, they always have to be, you know, both sides. They couldn't even do that. They couldn't do the both sides because there's only one side. Get out. Get your con man ass out. And everybody they talked to was like, I'm glad he's gone. He needed to go. I'm glad he's gone. It's an embarrassment for this district. Finally, we can put this episode behind us. And he is desperate to get back into the limelight. And it's pretty incredible because they're like, if you go on his Twitter feed, I don't know who is on there, like who is supporting him. Of course, because Republicans have no decency, have no dignity. And they say things like, George Santos for president and whatnot. Why? You're a great American, George. Things like that. But... It's, it doesn't matter. It's only a matter of time. So that he's going to be completely irrelevant. And it's kind of, uh, it's telling that when he first went on Cameo, it he charged $75 to say bullshit happy birthdays and whatever anybody else paid him to say. And then he realized it all started coming in because uh, Jimmy Kimmel made a bit out of it and uh, John Fetterman had him do a cameo trolling, um, what's his name, you know, Goldbar Menendez. And he immediately upped his price and he went on other shows like that that Marsha Kramer, who she's a longtime journalist in New well, well, is she a journalist now? She's we played her clips. She had George Santos on local television, New York local TV, where and she's a longtime presenter. She used to call her well, she calls herself a journalist. And she interviewed George Santos for over an hour. Remember that? It was a disgrace. She gave him a platform and asked him questions as if he was a legitimate congressman. And, uh, yeah, she was the only one that gave him legitimacy. And he went back to her after he left. And she's like, stay tuned. George Santos, she had him back. Okay. So, and on his, his show, on her show, uh, he was saying that he had, he made more money in, in a month than he did the in his entire congressional salary for what what was he there 10 months um that i knew at the time you know it's not going to last cuz he this is going to get old it's already old it's stale people are over it like oh my god like trump eventually oh my god can it when it ends will it end every day oh my god you wake up to it you go to bed to it listening to this fucking whiny con man but 
George Santos is now so he raises price immediately for these f- stupid cameos to five hundred dollars a pop, but they're already going down the prices. He's had to lower the prices already. Now they're back to three. Now he's down to three fifty. He's still he's trying. He's trying to milk it. So. Um, according to the New York Times article that starts, uh, it's titled "The Fading Online Celebrity of George Santos," which he, I can't, uh, I'm sure he can't handle. Inside the halls of power, his performance worked for a time. Outside, he's a flop. He is a flop. He he tries. He's trying to be relevant. He's trying to be clever. It's really simply sad. Because, you know, the other thing is, because he was saying on the Marsha Kramer show that he, uh, you know, he's making more money in a month than he did his entire 10 months. And I was thought, I thought, I thought you were a financier. Right. How come Marsha didn't ask him about that? You know, I thought you were a financier. What are you financiering? He, uh, according to George Santos himself, when he was on Piers Morgan show, he he um, w- did very well in the stock market, and he's a financier and he's a Wall Street whiz, and he he guaranteed Piers Morgan that he is uh, he's very wealthy and he did very well in the stock market. Bullshit, bullshit. You got to steal um, a GoFundMe. For to kill, uh, you know, the and kill a veteran service dog, you got to steal five thousand dollars. You're not a Wall Street whiz. So, George Santos, uh, according to the article, says his videos on Cameo have been described as unimpressive, with him sitting in a featureless setting making stupid scripted remarks and sometimes referring to the fraud allegations against him. Santos gained notoriety for allegedly lying about various aspects of his life. Okay. With some considering him a campy gay icon, how dare you? Really? Some consider him a campy gay icon? I, I don't think so. I'm a gay icon, and uh, he's not one of us. <laughs> Just kidding. But no, nobody, nobody wants him. He's an embarrassment. He's a homophobic, self-loathing gay who is an, an opportunist. And so, but he's he, let me let's play some of his later his latest cameos. Let's see. It's George Santos. Ugh. It's George Santos. And I wanted to stop by to wish you a very, very happy birthday. Your friend Patrick and all of your friends actually want you to have an amazing time. Who you wants know, this? You're going Who needs to this in their lives? I hear you are already working and slaying on building your very epic and iconic political career yourself. <laughs> and, you know, I am so excited for you. I want you to keep slaying, girl. Don't let anybody tell you no. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. You can do whatever you want. And just remember, 
how lucky he you sounds are very to have low the energy. best friends, family, and your dog, RJ, and your husband, Patrick. Or should I call him Rick? Uh, okay, I'll leave Rick to you. I'll call him Patrick. Girl. Oh, my God. Have a happy birthday. 30 becomes you, and you will be fabulous. Mwah. Happy birthday, Laura. Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. With that those Botox lips. Hey, Delaware government. You know, citizens for judicial fairness bring up a valid point. You're supposedly the liberal Delaware government. It's supposed to be the corporate capital of the world. It's painful. But simply put, Delaware's justice system is broken. Governor Carney wow. built an all-white wow. chancery court led by Kathy McCormick that oversees the biggest corporations in the world. Former AG Barr he's, was he absolutely can't even right. do this. Can't even, he's like phoning it in ESG, anyway. But really, they're chasing away companies like Twitter, like TransPerfect, and DraftKings trying to do the right thing. You can't even read with any... He, he's clearly reading. ...financial disclosures, and they don't even allow cameras in the in courtroom. In the courtroom. Look, I'm out here on Cameo. What are y'all hiding? Bye. Wow. That's, that was bad. That was very embarrassing. Hey, okay. Alan. Hey, Kevin. Um, so, George Santos here. I'm a little disappointed because, look, um, really wow. proud Terrible. New York Republican with a pretty conservative voting record. Matter of fact, the most conservative New Yorker in Congress this Ugh. year up until the moment Vomit. I was uh, expelled. Uh, and I never being a con man. I, I always said I was going to be conservative, and I went through and through conservative. And the interesting thing about it all is 96.27% of the time I voted strict conservative values. What's this nonsense I hear? You guys are super liberal. Tucker and Henry telling me you're the most liberal people they know. Like, you guys got to do better. Like, look at the state of our country. How could you be liberal? Like, seriously. Oh Alan, God. Kevin, do better. Seriously, I have faith in you. You can do better. All right? Is that supposed All to the be best. Clever? And try to stop selling us out by voting for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer, and all these liberals that are just going to destroy our country. Mwah. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like... I know. I'm sorry. It is very annoying. I'm, uh, I, I'm, it's just like watching a train wreck. Um, it's fascinating, but yeah, tedious and it's horrible. He's horrible. He's a horrible person. I don't know, uh, who wants to buy that for a friend. Anybody bought that for me? I'd be like, eh, eh, you know, sorry, you wasted your money and I'd be kind of ashamed of them. So, all right. Yes, I'm sorry, everybody. Jonathan and Haiku and Robin and Terry and Twisted Nerves Painting. Uh, thank you for sh sharing that with me. I don't think I could have watched that by myself. Thank you for, uh, you know, indulging. I, I, It's like I couldn't turn it off for a second. It was just so disgusting. But he's not alone. There's, what's his name? Uh, Andy Ogles is the new George Santos. 
Andy Ogles, um, he's another one who's who's a fabulist. A new ethics complaint has been filed against him, a Tennessee Republican accusing him of House rules violations similar to those that led to the expulsion of George Santos. The complaint was filed by the Campaign Legal Center, a nonpartisan voting rights advocacy group, and it alleges the unexplained inconsistencies in Representative Ogle's reported finances and misrepresentations of his background, raising transparency concerns for voters. So, yeah, it never stops. This is who they are. They're disgusting. And, all right, listen, listen, listen. We're going to hang it up for the night. People. Mwah. Ugh, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. He, it's, this is where we live. Can you believe where the fuck we live with this shit going on? When things that need to be promoted and funded and financed uh, get nothing. And, and uh, the, not nothing, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about in general. Like, groups like the animal rights groups and whatnot are always struggling when, you know, uh, people like George Santos are getting $500 or now 350 a pop to say, uh, you know, to read something very badly. It's disgusting. The whole thing. And this is who, see, Republic, it's just like who they vote for. Dash on the chat says, Scary, who is vetting these people for security clearances? Exactly. They don't care because it's a cult. It doesn't matter. As long if you fit the suit, if you do what they tell you to do, you kiss Donald Trump's ass, you lick his ass, you promote uh, you know, whatever the talking point of the day is. They have no shame. And and Republicans will Pull the lever for you in the voting booth. That's it. Because they've been propagandized by their right-wing hate channels to hate the very things that are making, that actually make America great. That the things that are allowing them to have decent lives, right? To have decent middle-class lives. They, they uh, like the last show we were talking about, how Nikki Haley is going after Social Security again, and these idiots are going to vote for her. Idiots on Social Security are going to vote for her. While Republicans, do they do nothing. They offer nothing but hate. They, you all hate the same things, and that's that's the cult. All right, listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much, guys, tonight for hanging out and uh, other nights as we get through these days together. It really matters. Wait, Buddha, where's your collar? Buddha, where's your collar? She's a genius. Look at her. She loves those. I'm, I'm a little afraid of her with those twisty ties she's she loves these twisty ties i hope i don't know she's she plays with them all the time but it makes me afraid uh she's gonna hurt herself but buddha buddha where's your collar let me see if i can hook up 
my iPhone. Okay, click to start iPhone camera. Okay, here we go. Booty, come here. Look at that. It's the uh, cat cam. Come on, Buddha. There it is. That's the twisty tie. You're a genius. Buddha! Isn't she good? She's a good girl. What a good girl. <laughs> I was... I have a cat cam now. And I was tuning in to see what Boudicca was up to one day. And guess what? She was playing with that twisty tie. All right, guys. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you so much for your generous super chats and the generous gift of your time hanging out. It means a lot. I can't do this without you. I really thank you so much for keeping the show going and growing, keeping me, I don't know, going. <laughs> I don't know about growing, but I guess we're all growing. Look how cute she is. So, listen, thank you so much. We will have a show this week, hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know my schedule yet, so we'll figure it out. I have to find, I gotta go find Boudica's collar. I got her a collar, and it has her name on it, so I don't know what she did with it. Remember, we will win. Right, Booty? We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. I do love you all. I really do. My name is Tara Devlin. And I will see you, I'll see you very soon. Hey. <laughs>